Welcome to the Principles of Success, interviewing the experts, and today's book review is Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So this is one of those books that is such a useful book that I think it's one of those books that should be required before you're allowed to start dating, especially before you're allowed to get married. So the introductory of this is a cutesy little men from the planet of Mars spot women from, women from the planet of Venus, and they go and everybody's super duper happy, but then they go to this planet called Earth, and they all suffer from a massive amnesia, and they forget that they're from different planets and that they are supposed to be different. We are not the same, we do not think the same, we do not act the same, and just because you think and act a certain way doesn't mean that your spouse thinks and acts the same way. In fact, they won't. So the first section is biggest complaints. And we're going to be bouncing back and forth between men and women throughout the entirety of this. So, women's biggest complaint. Men don't listen. Gentlemen, they want your empathy, not your solutions. They are talking for the sake of talking, not for the sake of solutions. Men's biggest complaint. She tries to change him. He doesn't want your, in this case, nurturing in a bad connotation. He doesn't want your nurturing. He wants your acceptance. He wants to be good enough for you. And this is because men and women's values are different. Men's values, power, competency, efficiency, success. When a man speaks about his problems, he is consulting an expert. In the culture of the Martians, you only talk about your problems when you're needing to consult the elders. So when, so ladies, when you tell him about your problems, he thinks that you're looking for an expert to help you solve them. Gentlemen, that's not the case. Because women, their values are feelings, sharing, and relationships. They want to share with you how they're feeling so that way you can be closer. Women, critiquing men, they take it as a insult. To them, it means you don't trust them and that they're not good enough. Men, offering solutions when she just wants to share with you means you don't want to talk with her and you aren't listening. Are these actually true statements? No, but it's how we interpretate things. A guy is doing his very best to listen to you ladies, but how he thinks listening is, is, oh, you presented me with a math problem. I'm going to solve the math problem for you. There you go. Here it is. Where gentlemen, what they're actually looking forward, what they're looking forward to is, I have this really annoying math problem. I'm like, oh yeah, that sucks. You need a hug? That's what they're wanting, not for you to solve the math problem. I just realized that this is probably going to be a very short book review because I am zipping through these notes. Now let's talk about stress. How the Martians handle it and how the, uh, I don't remember what the plural of venisons. No, that's, that's deer. <laughs> Venetians is Venice. Whatever. We'll, we'll just go back to the men and women. <laughs> so ladies, when men get stressed, they withdraw. They get focused. They're there to solve the problem. And anything else that distracts them from solving said problem is just getting in the way, including you. 
Men, when women get stressed, they get overwhelmed and emotional. And there's nothing wrong with that. A man feels better when the problem is solved. And if he can't solve the problem, he feels better by forgetting about the problem. Distractions. Distractions are great. Women feel better about talking about the problems. They want to share. They want to build those relationships of the hard times so that way we can get through this together. Do you see a slight problem with that? Men want to forget about the problem and women want to share the problem, which means women want to talk about it and men do not want to talk about it, which is why women are constantly complaining about how I can't get him to talk. He doesn't want to talk. But guys, if you're going to be considerate, you should talk. We'll talk about that more in just a sec. So men want to go to their solitary cave so that way they can figure out the problem and come up with a solution and fix it. Women want to huddle in their herd and have a group to discuss with it because they feel better when it's shared, when they're building the relationships, when there's talking involved. Guys are solitary creatures. They're like, all right, leave me alone until I have this figured out and then I'll come back. So ladies, let the man go into his cave. If he's struggling with something and you try and force him to talk about it, you're not helping. On the flip side, men, she has a right to express herself. Do not demean her emotions. Do not tell her to shut up. It's a relationship. There's give and take. Be altruistic. Be caring about the other person. Yes, you want to go to your cave. She needs you not to go to your cave right now. Deal with it. You need to talk about your problems. He needs to de decompress. Let him decompress. And then, ladies, when you're talking, it feels good to give him all of the details. Men, be okay with her giving all the details. But when you're talking and giving him all the details, it is stressing him out because his brain is going, all right, here's another part of the equation. Here's another part of the equation. Here's another part of the equation. Wait a second. None of these actually have anything to do with the actual problem. Okay, so how do I solve the problem ignoring these details and da-da-da-da-da? That's just how his brain works. So if you want him to actually be able to listen to you, something you can do to help him listen to you is give him the outcome first. An example of this is start the conversation off with, this is not a fix-it conversation, this is a empathy conversation. Or present him with the solution to the problem already, or that you don't need a solution to the problem, and tell him that you're just wanting to share your day. When he, use your words, when he knows because you told him what you're hoping for out of that conversation, he will be able to comply. If you don't inform him, his default is, oh, she needs me to fix something. Okay, I will fix. And nine times out of 10, that's not what you want, but that's what his default is. And so if you don't give him instructions otherwise, that is what he's going to do. Now let's talk about some needs. He actually sprinkled this through out it, so we'll come back to needs in a second as well. But men need to feel needed when there's no purpose to their life, then what's the point of dealing with all of this bullcrap? Men, women need to feel cherished. And you make a woman feel cherished by giving her empathy, listening to her dumb stories, love and understanding, not discriminating, not discriminating, not, that's not even the word I'm looking for, not demeaning her, her emotions. And you need to understand that she doesn't, when she's upset, she doesn't want to be left alone. She wants to be comforted. She wants to be loved. She wants to be cherished. She wants empathy. 
Yes, when you're having a hard time, you want to be left alone. So you instinctively think that she wants to be left alone, so you'll leave her alone. That's not what she wants. It makes her feel like you don't love her and you don't care about her, and then she's going to be more upset. And now women, we're going to talk about you a bit. Having needs is okay. Expressing your needs is okay. If a man cares about you, he will do his very best to meet your needs. However, being demanding and being needy is not good. Being needy means that you're not trusting him. Trust is very important to a man. You're not trusting him to meet your needs. So being needy is not good. Guys, our problem with being needy comes in the early stages of dating. And that's not what this book is about. But being needy is not good either way. And women, just like you don't want him to leave you alone, you want him to comfort you and have and cherish you. When he's having a hard time, let him go to his cave. It doesn't mean he hates you. He's just working on some stuff. And when it's over with, he'll be back. Let him withdraw, figure it out, and come back with the solution. He's like, all right, I figured it out. We can talk now. Gentlemen, be considerate of your wife. Think about how your silence affects her. They need constant reassurance and validation. If you go silent and aren't reassuring her, she begins to think that you hate her and that you're mad at her and all sorts of fun stuff because she starts making up fun stories in her head. So yes, you need to go to your cave to figure things out. But make sure she knows that you're... You don't... You don't, Make sure that she knows that things between you two are okay. Communicate. Let her know that you're... Hey, I need to take a step away so that way I can think because your actions affect her. So be considerate. Women, don't offer criticism or advice unless he asks. Now you can still inform him if you don't like a behavior. But again, going all the way back to the very beginning of biggest complaint is trying to improve him. He doesn't want your critiques. He doesn't want your advice, your motivation to make him better. He wants your acceptance and he wants your trust. Unsolicited advice is viewed as an attack by the Martians because now you're saying they are not good enough. Now again, you can make yourself clear of the behaviors you dislike, but don't go nagging him about it. Don't constantly be pestering. Don't give him, well, you should have done this. It's not good. Men, when a woman complains, it isn't a attack. She is sharing. She's wanting to communicate with you and bond with you through this hard time, even if you're the subject of the hard time. You're like, ah, you're always busy. We never get to spend enough time together. That sounds like an attack to a man in... The, screw it, I'm just going with Venetian, even though that's Venice. In the Venetian tongue, that is a, hey, give me attention. Doesn't need to be a lot of attention. Just give me a hug and say you love me. And then they will happily pitter-patter away. Because she's not attacking. She is sharing. She's complaining about a problem that you are both facing. And, you need to, and she wants to share in the facing of the problem together. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Women, the four magic words that you need to use with your man whenever you want to talk about your problems. 
is it's not your fault. Make it clear that you are not attacking him and he will be more inclined to listen to the disgruntlement. Men, your magic words to use on women is I'll be back. We can, we'll talk about this and we can talk then. You want to go to your cave. Make sure she knows that that's what you are doing and you are not mad at her and you're figuring out what you want to say. Then he talks about the rubber band idea, which is men's affection comes in kind of like three waves. First, he's all super affectionate, but then he needs a time to withdraw for a minute so that way he can think. And at the end of the rubber band, stretching, he will shoot back and be even more affectionate. That's the idea behind it. We also talked about the rubber band in a different book that probably hasn't been released yet as of the recording, as of the publishing of this episode. But we'll talk about rubber band more in that book. Basically, it's the idea that men move in and out of extreme levels of affection. Women, they aren't rubber bands. They're Venetians. They come in waves. They rise and they fall. When she's super happy-go-lucky and doing all sorts of loving and affection, affectioning on you, enjoy it. When she's crashing and grumbling about all sorts of problems, do not try and fix it. Be empathetic for it. Let her express her emotions, and then once she gets to the bottom of the wave, she'll start rising back up. Your job is just to support her. Women, your job, in, when he's rubber banding, is to just be patient. Now let's talk about needs again. Men's needs. Trust. Acceptance. And these are forms of love. These are needs in the forms of love. Kind of like the five love languages, but we're talking about action words, I guess, of love. Anyway, men's needs. They need trust. They need you to trust them that they can handle it. They need acceptance. That they are freaking good enough. Appreciation. The things that they do, they want you to they want to know that you appreciate. If all you do is criticize them all the time, they're not gonna feel very motivated to do stuff. They want admiration. They want approval, and they want encouragement. Encouraging is a word that makes it onto every single man's list of what he looks for in a girl. The last thing I want is somebody to weigh me down with more problems not and make me feel bad about myself. I want somebody who helps boost me up and make me feel good. Encouraging. Women's, their needs. Caring, understanding, respect. And so he used the word respect, but he's talking about respecting their feelings. And I feel like a better word for that would have been acknowledge. Acknowledge her feelings. Make it a K. Respect the feelings. And then devotion, validation, and reassurance. Now, we all need all 12 of these. Um, a similar, similar list of man versus woman needs is talked about in His Needs, Her Needs. That's a really good book. Go re-listen to my book summary on that one. But this is, a, this is another list of... L loving action needs that men and women need and that they are different. So now let's talk about some mistakes. Women, one of your biggest mistakes is you try, you try to improve him instead of trusting him. You only complain and you treat him like a child. So, tries to improve him instead of trusting him. Trust. Only complains. Where's the appreciation? Treats him like a child. I'm not sure if that one was supposed to be for admiration or acceptance, but I think it applies to both. So, by doing those things, you are doing the opposite of his six loving needs. Men, you minimize her emo emotions. You're not respecting her emotions. Makes work or kids more important. Yes, it's important to provide for your family. 
But if it seems like you don't want to be around her, it seems like you don't care about her. And silent treatment, going to the cave, not wanting to talk. You're failing at reassuring her. Now let's talk about arguments real quick. First off, don't argue. You can discuss, but don't argue. Arguing is bad. And if you need a reminder, go re-listen to the principles episode on conflict. You can discuss. You can have conflict. Do not get into arguments. Do not have contention. Take time outs. Men, do not explain why she shouldn't be upset with you. It invalidates her feelings. Women, be direct. Do not attack. Say things like, oh, I was... Scenario. Guy is 20 minutes late. He walks into the door. You have two options that you can say. First one was, oh, I was worried about you. Or, how could you do this? If you let him know that you were worried, if you let him know your feelings, your emotions that you were feeling, because they're based out of love you usually, he's a lot more responsive than if you're attacking him. And men are dumb. They, they're Martians. They do not speak Venetian hints. You have to tell them. Use your actual words and say it. And then he had something called the love letter. And I really like this. So if you're mad, both men and women, write them a letter. Just write them a letter. Write them a letter of everything that you want to talk about and then read it. How much judgment, how much a visceral attacking are you doing in that letter? If you were them, do you think they would respond in a loving manner towards that attacking letter? But then he expounds on it and he calls, and the exercise he calls the love letter. And I actually really like this. So, the love letter. Write a letter. Write the response and you can share. So, the love letter isn't just writing a letter where you're yelling at them. The love letter has several layers to it and you can use different descriptors if you need to but the first one is I'm angry and you write a couple of lines about why you're angry at them and then the truth is anger is always a cover-up for some other emotion like for instance sad so you write why you're angry and then you write why you're actually sad this is called reframing by the way and then you might write about why you're afraid or were afraid and you might write about why you are sorry you might write about what you want and you end the letter. You don't end the letter until you get to the last level. And that is, you write a loving response to them. You write all the reasons behind this is truthfully because you love them. And so he uses an example of a woman who the husband is leaving for a while. And so she wants to spend time with him. And so she goes into their room with a papaya and wants to share the papaya with him. The guy is busy reading a book, so he kind of just brushes it off. So she goes in, writes the letter. First one is, I'm angry because you don't seem to want to spend time with me. I'm sad or I'm hurt because it's your last day here and I really want to spend time with you. And she just goes down to the list until she gets to, like, I'm trying to remember it. Um, like, I, the loving section was like, I brought a papaya because I really want to spend time with you and have a intimate last night before you leave. And then you can write P.S. and write their response. And then if you want, you can, show, you can share it with them. You don't have to. Just doing the exercise by yourself usually gets your mind kind of reframed. So that way you can go back in and be like, hey, I love you. I'm not mad. Women, the Venetians, you have one major problem. Well, we're people. We have lots of major problems. But if he really loves me, he'll know. Men are from Mars. They do not speak Venetian. They do not pick up on the hints. They are not mind readers. He's not going to know. 
But then there's the women's concern of, if I tell him, he'll just do what I said, and how will I know if he actually cares? My dear Venetian, if a man attempts to meet your needs, he cares. And by communicating your needs, he will be able to help meet those needs, instead of having to try and decipher Venetian sign language. And then the last section is about support. If you're not getting the support you need, this is both for men and women, a good reason might be because you don't ask enough, or you are asking in a way that doesn't work. My first thought when he was talking about this was nagging. If you want to get, you have to ask. Ask and you shall receive. I added that bit. On Venice, love is never having to ask. And she, and my Martians, she might purposely not ask as a test. My Venetians, this does not work. He doesn't come out and say it. He's a little more diplomatic about it than me. But essentially, he hints at that this is stupid. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It reminds me of the line of holding a grudge is like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. Men are from Mars. If you want his help, you have to ask. He will not realize you need more unless you lovingly tell him. But what usually happens is you assume, because you're, you're a Venetian, you assume he should know. And then you start having resentment build up until it explodes. And then you just demand more. People do not deal well with demands. And Martians especially do not deal with demands. The last thing he'll want to do when you demand that he give you more love and affection is be more loving and affectioning. So if you want more, first off, appreciate what he does already and let him know. Now, this was directed towards the Venetians, but Martians, you need to do this too. When you ask for someone to do something for you, use words like, would you take out the trash? Not, could you take out the trash? One is an ask, one is a demand. And yes, one letter... Changing one letter does make a difference in how people's chemical bodily reactions happen. That was a terrible sentence. Saying would you affects the nervous system differently than saying could you. And now, if he feels appreciated, you can now ask for more. He'll probably grumble. It's okay. He's thinking, and if he loves you, he will want to do more and to meet your needs. Remember, going all the way back. It's okay to have needs. It's okay to ask your partner to help meet those needs. It's not okay to demand. It's not okay to be needy. It's not okay to attack your partner. It's not okay to completely ignore your partner's needs in favor of your own. Like, for instance, men going to your cave and scaring the bejesus out of her. But also, women, it's important to let him go to the cave. Anyway, that's the end of my notes. And it is a super well-written book. It's a super powerful book. It's a super important book that everyone should read before they get into a relationship, just like several of the books this year. So with that, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with somebody you care about. Share it with your parents so that way they can build a better marriage. Share it with your spouse. Share it with your friends who are about to get engaged to the loser that you dislike. I don't care. 
share it with somebody. And with that, I will see you all next week.